Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into Old School right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. The whole gang is back together again. Everybody's here. We had a great weekend. Watched some some great spring football. 55,000 in Memorial Stadium. Beautiful weather. Everything was almost perfect. Old School is brought to you by Old Old School is brought to you by San Jose Global. San Jose Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling, support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. We've got DP. We've got Jay Foreman. Gentlemen, how are we today? We're good. Hopefully the weather's turning around, even though it's not going to be at the end of the week, but you know, you got a nice couple of days and... Uh... You know, like like you said earlier, you got through the spring game. Um, they got you know, I think they got a lot of com- a lot a lot accomplished, and uh, got to you know get a good look see, look see into uh, you know the depth of some of the players and see how they reacted to being out in front of uh, that many people. Um, you know, in the stadium, you know that goes into the evaluation process uh, process as well. Um, so you know, I think it's you know as far as football goes. Um, you know, they just got to get ready for the season. You know, this is getting healthy. Um, you don't need any more motivation than, than being three and nine and, and got everything in front of you that can really point or start to get this program, you know, pointed in the right direction. Uh, you definitely have a different energy in there with the new coaches and some of the new players. And uh, it's not only, you know, it's up to everybody to feed off it, but to embrace it and then bring their own energy and step up to competition. So, you know, it's competition looked like it's thick, you know. Um got a lot of guys out there that that are, you know, can do the same things and uh, you know, you're gonna find try to find that little thing that can separate you from whoever you're trying to, you know, win a job over. So um you know, I think it's you know it's all to the good, but there's no definitely no time off though. Can I can I ask the question of what, what the biggest story of, of, of Saturday was? What what what's the big story? What's the headline? To you guys, what's the headline? Like, what what thing did we learn? What what message was there? Because it seemed because because it because uh, this could have been popcorn. Yeah, right. It's fun, it's tasty, has no nutritional value. Right. Man, I don't know what the message would be, but I think that uh, you know, for me, I saw like you know, for longer periods of time, better offensive line play. Um, you know, I think when you look, you know, Casey Thompson was only in there for a handful of plays. When you look at him, um, you could just see, you know, he could play the position of quarterback a lot differently than before. Um, when you got Anthony or Grant, you know, with him, you you know, 
heard about him, and he looked legit. You know, I'm sure the defense did have an open shot, like to think that they had a you know a tackle you know within the first five yards. But that run and, and his ability to to see the cut, cut back, the balance, and then the burst, you know, um, is what you, you know you you thought you were getting him in as, as a recruit. He saw the depth at receiver. I thought was good. So I think it's like, uh, I guess the message would be is you know. We're, we're we're proving you know to you that we're, we've made some changes and the, and the changes are tangible. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like, you know, trying to say what the identity of the team is was the you know was it worth playing or not? I definitely there's nothing that didn't come out of yesterday that wasn't positive. And even if you're a guy that say you know we talked about before, if you you know like Garrett Nelson, you know he gets a sack on you, but the nine other times you had him. Mm-hmm. Those are things you all can learn from. I mean, this is a controlled environment. That, you know, the wins and losses don't count yet, but the wins and losses and the individual battles do. So those are things that you want to be prepared for as you get into the season. Because the better that Garrett Nelson becomes as a pass rusher, Caleb Tanner, Jamari Butler, Blaze Gunnerson is going to make the tackles do only one thing, and that's get better. And, uh, you know, on, on one particular play, um, I think it was on Garrett's maybe first sack, the other four linemen had stonewalled everybody at the line of scrimmage. So as much as that was a great play and, you know, all the offensive line is still bad, you didn't have that last year. You know, you have a guy like Hickson that's, re- you know, replacing Cam Jurgens, um, and you haven't had any reports out of there, that, but, but nothing but positive. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Nuri and the other guys, Bando, that kind of maybe solidified that middle, and then the, some of the tackles, have, you know, played pretty well. So, I mean, like I said, those are the things that, I took out as a, as a, you know, from, from the spring, you know, still, you know, you gotta get some depth issues. You gotta figure out who your dudes are, you know? And, uh, but that all generally take care of itself, you know, and they, you know, they look physically in, in, in good shape, you know, expect them to be even more come, you know, fall camp. So, you know, they just need to keep working and keep uh, pushing themselves. I think the hardest thing for them, will be is the amount of time and the focus that you need to get through those and to be individually motivated and understand that just because you were the first guy to go out there in the spring or just because you're the assumed starter doesn't mean that you arrived or that you're good. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think think Saturday was a humbling for for some folks. Well, yeah, humbling or you you don't ever want to be in front of (laughs) 55,000 people. Right and not show out and not show out because it's. I love the you, you in the pregame show you were talking about opportunity, 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 and that's what it was. Like you, you, you can go out and 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 make plays in in right. that space because not everybody's gonna make plays. Right, a lot of people are just gonna go through. They're gonna try. They're gonna fail. They're, but the people who actually made plays, and I don't care when you make plays on a football team. You the fact that you make plays, right? Yeah, like that it, stuff transitions and changes where your name is on the board, right? Um, football is football because you know, yeah, if you're you know you're playing, you say you're going against, you know, if you're all Big Ten player going against like a third team guy, then yeah, you can say that. But if I'm trying to evaluate the depth of my team, I want to know that you can make the plays that you are supposed to make, and then that you can make because. If you read a blocking scheme perfectly and the second team guys are running, it's not going to change when the first team guys run it. Then you got to go make the plays. You know, you know, so 
you know, you look, you saw some guys make some plays on both sides of the ball, and that's what you want. I think just the opportunity to win a starting spot is there at every position. You know, maybe not quarterback and, and say, like, you know, obviously Garrett Nelson and Caleb, or, but there's a lot of opportunity not only to start but to play on this team. It was and, really cool um, on the sideline and in, 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 in the Haymarket around on Saturday seeing all the former Huskers. And to me – I think that's lost a little bit because when when, when guys are willing to come back, because not everybody does. Right, yeah. Not everybody wants to. So when you've got guys that want to show up, a couple of things in play. One, you want to acknowledge them. Sure. Like you want to acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. Right. I I think we can do a better job of acknowledging former Huskers. Uh, Not only on the field and in the arena – Right, but within the program, like get those folks in front of the people that need to hear from them, because there's wisdom and knowledge in 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 that alumni group. Sure. <laughs> so there's that, but the other part is that again, there's a large faction of guys who want to come back and hang out and, and brother with each other and do their thing. Um, I do want to say I, I do want to ask this, and it, it hit me kind of strange. 70 rushes Saturday. 70. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Was this plus, minus, not? As far as what? 70 carries. What this sta- is this the statement? Was it effective? Was what you wanted to do? Remember the run the, run, run the damn yeah. ball, folks, right? This is, right? 70 rushes against 50 passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, uh, five, five yards of carry, yeah, around that space. Is that was that was the run game a positive? Was it a negative or was it a not? Which was dead even. Uh, I thought it was positive on both sides of the ball because okay. you saw the offense of line, um, even at times when they were playing two hand touch or whatever, that they were able to do some stuff, move the you know line of scrimmage. And then you saw the defensive line win some. So that's so you know that you want – I mean, you just don't want to be like, oh, well, our defensive line is murdering our offensive line and they're somehow going to figure it out by game five. So I, I thought it was good. You know, amount of, the amount of rushes and all that, you know, who really cares? They're trying to be vanilla. But then also it's a good evaluation, you know, for another – you can't even call it glorified practice. It's almost like a Super Bowl type of practice. Um, you can get – really good evaluation you can get better evaluation because they're out there on their own mm-hmm. you know there wasn't a lot of you can't stop a you know they didn't stop it and start to run the play over it, hey dude you miss your block we're on to the next right so I thought it was it, it was really good and um you know when I think it only can help them I like the like the way that the offensive line in the I, I'm assuming that the first and second team um came off the ball um you know, the guys I mentioned before, I think Big Williams, you know, had a nice little he, he, he guard. I mean, he's got the aggressiveness and the Q 
kid from uh, Oklahoma State. You know, he's bigger than I thought he would be, but he yeah. also was pretty physical as well. Yeah. So, look, I mean, that's – and then, um, you know, so that's what you want. You want these guys to, you know, provide some competition and depth. So, I think it was nothing but a positive. Rico? Kind of the same, mostly mostly positive. I just – in the first half, there were a couple runs where I wish they weren't playing two-hand touch because I wanted to see what – not only the running back, but what the the linebackers and the secondary would do because it's it's once you get past that defensive line, I want to see what the second level, third level w- would do when they have to go up against. It was mostly Yant uh, go up against a big guy like that, see if they want to fill the hole and and take him on. But you know they weren't afraid. It's two hand touch. You just kind of go in there and you grab him real quick, and the play's done. Um, but for the most part, it seemed really positive the the way that the offensive line was able to move some bodies and the way the defensive line was able to adjust on a couple of those plays and and fill the holes it was it was something really fun to watch and Anthony Grant that just that one big run just loved, loved it electric fantastic I know it was two-hand touch and he may have been touched in the backfield but they kept the play going yeah I mean I think look man also you know don't sleep on Ramirez man and that was another one. He had it's, some good it, runs, and he was good. putting his shoulder down. Yeah, don't, don't, but don't, it was two hand touch. Yeah, don't don't sleep on Amir because uh, you know it's kind of like you know he 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 was the guy last year, and then uh, you know he got I think a little dinged up at the end of the season. Then you know think he's forgotten. You got to remember this guy was like fifth or sixth in the depth chart last mm-hmm. year, and was well. We know that we know that fans love the new shiny toy. Well, sure. I'm just saying. Like, 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 the more guys you have, Sparkly. the better. But um, you know, some guys. I mean, this is the thing. When sometimes when players come here, whether you're high school or transfer portal or whatever, you think, oh, it's a three nine team. They ain't got no talent. They got talent. So, um, look, man. At the end of the day, though, they're gonna go as you know as far as they want to take themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the that's the great thing about this season and this team is that they can do some stuff. You know totally flip the flip the script but you know they got to go out there and and take it and want it and be able to do the you know the extra stuff and the little things for it so jay it's jay foreman's offense of these runners which one is the type that you would put in for your system for your style i, I mean see some I, people I, are downhill guys some, yeah, are, I, some like are, I mean i want a back that can do it all but i mean i like the way grant run you know totes the pill i like the way yant totes it uh, definitely like what Ramirez can do, and then you know wait for everybody else to you know to rise up or come back from injury, like you know Gabe Irvin and stuff like that. But um, you know, all three of them I could definitely start with. Um, don't I mean I don't think they're, I think they're one they have different type of running styles. All three of those guys, um, so I think they're all kind of combined in one, which you really like. You like you know Yant to really you know dive into being that hammer, you know running behind his pads. Um, it'd be like the change of pace, and then you, then obviously you got Anthony Grant that can do a little bit of both and be the, you know, the steady, you know, you know, four or five, eight yard type of guy. And then you got Ramirez that can help you out in the passing game, pass pro, um, savvy, making um, and, and shown the knack to get some hard yards where it didn't look like anything at times last year, and then he squirts through there for that four yard run. Whether you're giving guys a break or it's your series, so I think they're they're set up pretty well and. Um, in their in a, in the running back room and um and the you know so they got the you know some depth there and some pieces there yeah i i think rico i think rico we know who rico loves the most who yeah nope who do you love ramirez 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 my guy he's he's got the speed he's got like you said pass pro and he helps you up in the passing game it's 
he's a Patriots running back to me. He's a guy that does just about everything. He couldn't wait. He just does yeah. just about just does about everything. I think yeah, man. I mean, if you, know, you know, yeah, man stays in uh, stays in good shape and uh, really focuses on the details. He'll be. I mean, he'll be he'll be right in there too. And um, same with Grant. Same with Ramirez. But um, look at the little underachiever underdog. Yeah, fifth fifth dude on the depth chart. But yeah, yeah I mean, uh, you know, take they, him in they, the sixth, take him in the sixth round, turn him into a three time Super Bowl champion. But you want you want. Uh, I mean, you get the offensive line to kind of, you know, on the Anthony Grant run, um, you know, the defense did a really good job or good enough job to make him cut back at at, at the point of attack. Then you got a running back that can, you know, hit your backside on the, you know, on the, on the cutback. But then also, 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 you know, the offensive line blocked it well on the backside enough to make it a possible mm-hmm. possible play. I like I said, I do think the defender would have tackled him um, at some point. I'm sure it was at like five yards, you know, or maybe even six, and say, you know tripped him up or tackled him and it might not have been a 60 yard run uh but you you know you want to give kudos to the defense for being in a position to make the play in the offensive line for blocking it both point of attack and backside because um in the first year that they, Scott and those guys were here when they had Divine that's what was really good is that he was a he, he could see the cutback hole but they had a, a good enough offensive line to where they were able to block front or backside and and obviously uh, you know, he, he exploded, you know, the last eight games, and it really helped the offense really be explosive for multiple games in a row. It, it's going to be interesting. We'll toward the break. Uh, we're going to get uh, a former Husker, John Squire, is going to call in at 930 and give us a ca- recap of of women's softball as they had another qu- high-quality weekend. want to talk about incentivized play and decision-making, and I want to talk about the head coach that got fired for a program and a team and an organization that folks love talking about. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about here coming up. Rico, get us out of here. We'll see you next on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 